hello, my name is Dee and welcome to the Business Mastery Podcast. This show is for all you business owners and aspiring business owners and we talk about all those things that everyone wants to hear, the struggles, the journey and all about how to launch, scale and automate your business. And on this episode, you will hear the amazing Julie Johnson from Sundogs, who has invented her very own product from start to finish, and it's taken her seven years. So stick around and stay tuned for this one. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. No problem. And so let's kick it off by telling people a little bit about yourself. Uh, Well, I live with my partner in Brisbane, and we've got about three acres of property. We're massive dog lovers and sadly we lost our big girl Tess last week but our other two keep us going and, yeah, so we've gone through a bit of grieving process and still doing that but, um, yeah, we love dogs. And Um, your dogs have basically been, I guess, the reason that you started your business. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. Well, Desi, who's our now eldest, he's a Maltese and... Quite a few years ago, I was really struggling to find a way of getting him outdoors with me, but safely tethered and shaded and watered. And so I started looking around when I was going away with him for a week and I couldn't find anything online or in pet shops or camping shops. And so we went away and it was a lovely time, but we spent most of the time in the holiday accommodation because I didn't want to leave him in a strange place on his own. So I started doing some sketching and coming up with some ideas and then um, when I got home I um, sort of got in touch with a close family member who is an engineer and we started talking about what I needed. I just wanted him to help me make it for him. Um, And we started talking and said, well, is there a patent out for something like this? So we started searching and thousands of hours later we couldn't find anything. So I soon realised that this was um, not just for Desi, but it's it's very much for any human being that loves being with their dog wherever they go, camping, fishing, boating, going out on the road, anywhere where they want to be with their dog right by their side. So that Desi was the impetus and uh, the inspiration and got me thinking. But I soon realised that this was something that many dog owners and dogs would really appreciate having as an accessory, a portable accessory that's light. Um, So I started making prototypes and redesigning things and adding things and just the process got bigger and bigger (laughs) and um, then got tech drawings done, both 2D and 3D. So we did CAD stuff, you know, And then started speaking to the patent lawyer and um, he was just blown away that there was nothing like it. So, you know, several years later, we've just secured the US patent, which is just phenomenal. Um, So it's just incredibly exciting. It's going to take it to a new level. And really, you know, getting the US patent is um, pretty important in terms of showing... um, the uniqueness of the product. So, um, whoops, sorry, I just knocked the table. Um, so, yeah, so it's um, it's very much about the human dog connection. I'm a really huge believer in the amazing recipro- reciprocal relationship that dogs and humans have. They need us, we need them, and um, 
that's my absolute drive and passion is I want to see as many people being able to access the great outdoors as possible. Aging dogs, young dogs, you know, dogs that just want to be with their owners wherever they go. Um, because really, your dog doesn't really care where it is. It just wants to be by your side and hang out with you. And I get a bit emotional about it because it's it's so much about um, easily accessing the great outdoors and um, being with your beloved pet. And just after our recent experience of losing Tess, you just need to spend as much time as possible with each other because you just don't have them long enough. You know, they can't live as long as we do. So making the most of every minute and every moment really, really is critical. So... So that's my drive and my passion is I just want to be out there and seeing dogs, you know, easily access the great outdoors with, with their owners. And some owners don't feel that safe or confident or it's too much of a hassle, whereas with sun dogs, it's, it's um, such an easy, a portable accessory that, that goes across all terrains. You know, it's for the beach, it's for the mountaintop, it's for camping, it's for road travel. It's for tradies who want to take their dog to work with them. It's, it's you know, it's unlimited really, you know. Um, so, yeah, we've just had an overwhelming response from dog lovers at dog shows and marketplaces and dog events. And we've had people screaming with elation because they can't believe that this is now available. So, yeah, we've just launched before Christmas, which was really exciting. We did a pre-order campaign. So we're really, really in the early stages. I mean, there's been a massive amount of work done before launch. Um, so launch is, has been really, really important. And, of course, you know, with you doing the launching, scaling and automation, we're, we're now looking at scaling and automating. And Beautiful. So and outsourcing, and we've partnered with, with some fantastic people. Um, so, yeah, it's incredibly exciting. That's amazing. So first of all, a big congratulations for your US patent. That's great news. Now, what I want to go into a little bit is you mentioned there's been a lot of work prior. Now, I'm sure all the people out there that are looking at inventing a product, because you don't come across people that invent a product very often. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about the process and how long that's been in the making to get you to where you are today. Yep, sure. Well, really before launch, it was massive because we had to get everything absolutely perfect with the product. So after we, we submitted the Australian patent and then the US patent, we continued just to make sure everything was absolutely perfect. Uh, the tooling was massive to get the tools right. So it's injection molded. So there are three, four components that are injection molded. So there was a massive amount of tweaking um, conferring with um, the 3D designer around making sure that what we were designing was going to be actually be able to be manufactured within tooling. So because of the injection moulding, the tool comes apart to release the product. So we had to get, that was a massive process, several years. So it's um, it's been about probably since the idea of inception, it's been about six or seven years. Wow. And then it's been um, significant um, tweaking and prototyping, making our own prototypes, load testing. Um, you know, I, it's just it's just been enormous. You know, it's um, getting the branding right, trademarking, getting the website 
up and running, doing some filming, starting with prototypes originally, get doing the market research, getting out and getting a real sense of is this what people want, you know? Um, yeah. And I really, really was very wel welcoming of feedback from people like one of the people that came across and we'd always thought we, we started with a blue umbrella and then we, we heard someone say, look, if it's rainbow coloured, obviously they're from, you know, the, the, the same, same community. Um, and we brought out a rainbow coloured in, in umbrella to, to meet other people's needs. Um, we tested the colours with people's reactions. So the unit comes undone and in, in the middle of the unit is where you put your keys, wallet and phone in a dry bag. So I knew that when I went to the struggle knowing how to keep my keys, wallet and phone safe, I didn't want to put my keys on the wheel well of the car in a car park at the beach. So as we were developing it, we kept thinking of other aspects. Um, so we had a particular design with the bowl at the at bowls at the beginning and then we actually really simplified it so the bowl sits on the top um the umbrella can or can't be used so one end is just a 360 non-tangle non-strangled tether the other end receives the umbrella and that also had had to be designed specifically for the um, tether to rotate on the umbrella handle it sounds like so an enormous i guess an enormous project enormous project it has but it's been so fantastic I think one of the biggest things I've learned is that you can self-learn as much as possible you can skill yourself but there are specific skills that you will never be able to do like it might be branding or it might be you know all the graphic design stuff that I don't have several years to become a graphic designer so I started getting some fantastic people around me you know, my I've, we've also developed an app. My app has developed an app to enable people to type in what they're looking for and it comes up what's available in their local area. That's available worldwide. It's a free app. People can download from the App Store or the Android Store. Um, and it's just called Sundogs with a Z. So it's been, it honestly, it's it's been enormous, an enormous undertaking. But so life-giving and and now, you know, we've just done some filming down at one of our beaches and seeing all the sun dogs on the beach and, and you know, getting aerial shots and shots along the beach. Is, it's, I suppose it's a bit like a film director when you've got this idea in your head but you finally see the film released. Yep. It's, um, it's phenomenal. So I think if someone's thinking of inventing a product and a couple of people have contacted me, Always do your paint searches first because the amount of prior art that's out there is phenomenal. And many people invent something in their head, put an application in for patent, but you never see it come to life. It just sits there in the patent office, just sitting there. So you might not think something's out there, but the prior art is often done. So my IP lawyer being phenomenal, he, he has really just so backed the product and the idea and the versatility and um the fact that it's so holistic in catering for your dog's needs you know um it just doesn't tether it tethers shades feeds hydrates shades it keeps your keys wallet and phone safe it keeps your dog comfortable 
Um, so it's just, um, it's so exciting. It's, and it I sounds just, like it. Yeah, it is. It's very exciting. So, so I've got very, a, you, it took you about, well, it's taken you roughly six, seven years to kind of get this started and off the ground. I guess if you were to invent something again, do you think now that you know everything that that process can be a lot shorter? Oh, I think so. I think, you know, um, because I was really learning as I was going, um, you know, there's not a manual or a handbook out there, as far as I know, for inventing a product. So it was, wasn't until I started talking to other people and my networks and those who I gathered around me. And, and while I had a sort of scaffold of a process and a plan, that scaffold was often changed and tweaked. And, you know, so um, I think having now this experience and understanding what it takes, absolutely. And we've got some other product ideas in mind. So it's not um, as if it's just going to be some dogs. There'll be some other applications available um, to um, sort of be a complementary product to, to a products to some dogs. So absolutely. I mean, I think the biggest thing was we really had to make sure that there was nothing out there that we were going to be up against um, because, you know, if there's a product out there already that, you know, you're similar to, they can take you to the wall in terms of legals. Um, so we had to understand that we are in safe territory um, and that things were worth pursuing. Yeah. Um, and you know, I say it's taken that time. You know, some of the, I was working full time at the back then, so we were only, I was able to only do bits and pieces here and there. I was trying to build my financial capacity. You know, I sold an investment property to be able to finance things. Um, so it's it's been massive. There's been so many different weaves and curves. We're still going for the same end result, but there's been a lot of diversions and a lot of add-ons and a lot of taking away and a lot of tweaking. And so, yeah, I think the, the most critical thing is if actually someone recently contacted me and said they've had this idea for this and this, I said, do your paint searches. That's critical before you invest in anything else. And sure enough, within 12 hours, she contacted me and said it's already been done. Yeah. I'm sorry that it's already been done, but it's best so you know now than get down, you know, investing your time, energy, you know, um, hopes, dreams, aspirations, and to find it's it's already there. And money. So, money, absolutely. All your resources, time, energy, your emotional investment. Um, you know, so there's been quite a lot of sleepless nights and, um, you know, up and down with panic and anxiety and being overwhelmed. But, no, I've had amazing, I've, I've, I think one of my skills is that I tend to be able to attract, well, I mean, almost everyone I've attracted loves dogs. So that's the big bonus already. Um, you can have a dog party. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so it's all of that, you know, it's, um, so it's, it's amazing what dogs do. Dogs bring people together. They bring so much joy and love and loyalty to your life. They don't judge you. They don't care that you've walked in, had a bad day and they're still wagging their tail and jumping all over you and, you know, you are their biggest hero. You yeah. are definitely their biggest hero. So. Do you have a dog? 
I don't actually. I did have one all growing up. I had my dog for 18 years. Um, But we've only just moved into, I guess, a place where we are able to have a dog. So I'm just trying to convince my other half. Now you well, are you are you went into a little bit about this and I think um everyone is probably curious when it comes to inventing a product can you give us a ballpark idea of how much you need to I guess fund the startup because I think oh, god that's a really important part that people need to know before they get get into the process Look, I think um, I think you can typically do a lot of your background research yourself, which really is just your time. Um, there are great websites, you know, the Australian, you know, Patent Office, the Worldwide Intellectual Property Association organisation, the American Patent Office. You can do a lot of that stuff yourself, which doesn't really cost. So if you really have determined there's really nothing there, it's then getting to the IP lawyer to get them to double check because, you know, they can often find things that you might not be able to find. Like we found something that seemed a little bit similar, but when I went to the lawyer, he said, well, see this code here, this means it was rejected from the patent office. And we went, oh, we thought that was going to be a challenge. But because there was this little code on their patent application, it had been rejected, but I didn't know that. So you can do a lot of stuff yourself, but it's when you start engaging and all Going back one step, I think it also depends on how big your invention is. If you're, you know, if you're inventing something this small, it's completely different to what, you know, our tools are significant. They're massive. They're really, really big tools. So the cost, it all really depends on what it is, Um, how the size of it, how much technology, how much complexity there is. So then you start getting into the tech, um you know the technical drawing stuff and then you get into the prototyping you've got to actually have prototypes to test it to see if it works we had to put ours out in the sun for a long time in weather conditions we had to test it under all terrains so it's all of the testing um engaging your lawyer it really, really depends. Um, it's it's sort of like how long is a piece of string, really, Dean? Yeah, you know, okay. It's very hard. You know, if it's if it's a new shoe or if it's um a new piece of technology, it might be engaging an electrical engineer. It might be um, engaging a tech savvy person um, that's prepared to work with you. One of the things you need to do, whoever you gather on board, has to completely sign a confidentiality agreement. Yeah. You've got to have all of that secured. Any person I spoke with, I said, first of all, before I even disclose what it is, are you prepared to sign a confidentiality agreement? And yes. So yeah. all, of, all of those things are critical because you can't let the word out, especially if you are pretty sure that you've got a product that's never been done before. Yeah. So what I'm hearing basically, I guess, on that front is that the main things that you're going to have to front up cost-wise are for your prototypes and your skilled labour? Yep. So anyone you engage, anyone you get outsourced, you know, it might be your branding or it might be, um, you know, your your 3D um, designer that then communicates with the manufacturer or the prototype maker. 
So we were lucky. We, we, we engaged with a manufacturer in Brisbane that could deliver us the prototypes we needed so that we could further test because we'd all done our own hand building. And, and while they were great, they, they were showing um, the proven um, application of the product. It wasn't the right weight. It, you know, it, it didn't have certain aspects to it that we needed. So, so yes, yeah, so definitely, you know, your IP lawyer, if he gives the tick, yep, you're right to go to invest more, put your paint and applications in, your design registration, your trademarking. So that in itself is, is quite hefty. You're probably between, say, looking at US and Australian patent processes and trademarking design registration, you're probably already looking at about $25,000, $30,000 already there. So that's, you know, to secure your patent, that's what's needed. Some people don't bother. Some people just want to get in there and do it. But you're risking whether or not someone's going to challenge you um, if you're contravening their invention. Yep. So I can so feel still- you. I can feel you going on Shark Tank here, Julie. Uh, yeah, it might be a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say <laughs> Perfect. Now, the thing that I wanted to find out, I guess, is there's obviously along this six to seven year journey that you've had so far, there's been probably so many times where you've second guessed yourself, second guessed the idea, and I guess been really worried about whether it was going to work because at the end of the day you're putting money in not actually knowing whether this thing is going to fly so how did you handle that and 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 what was going on in your head really good question um look we knew just from personal experience that it was a goer um you know so much potential for the product i think what what we got to was we wanted to show the prototypes, the, the, the professionally made prototypes to the public. So we did a dog lover show in 2007, um, a dog lover show in 2008 and a Gold Coast Pet and Animal Expo with the prototypes. So I hadn't invested even in the tooling being made. So it was a step-by-step process. Once I got to that and physically saw the overwhelming response from dog lovers and some of those events allowed people's dogs to come so we could tether their dog and they could see how it worked. We knew. We, we just knew. Um, you know, I got, I'm getting gooses now because just the response. We had people... One woman started crying. One woman was squealing with excitement. One guy saying, oh, my God, we take our dogs to the beach, but we can't take our jet skis because when we do, we can't leave them on the beach. You know, we can't manage the jet skis and the dogs. And But with this, we can now have someone on the beach with them under a sun dogs after they've had a run and a swim. Now we can use our jet skis and go out and come back and have a day at the beach together all doing what we love. So when we were getting feedback like that, um, the face-to-face interaction, which was so genuine um, and people were asking questions and we had throngs, we had 10, 15 cues deep watching us demonstrate. Wow. Um, so it was it was definitely, that was the defining point for me. So when I went, yeah. 
So with, it sounds like you really, really, really knew your audience and you really got to, I guess, get in the trenches with them and thoroughly tested what you thought your good idea was and people agreed. So yeah. then that gave you the belief in yourself to move things forward. I knew that this was needed because of people's response. I mean, I, you know, honestly, I set out wanting to make one for my dog. Yep. And, you know, that I had to problem solve. He's, he was getting old, he's deaf, you know, he's white, so he gets really badly sunburnt easily. Um, because he's deaf, he follows his nose. I couldn't keep up with him. I wanted to chill on the beach after we'd had a walk and a swim and spend the day shaded. Now, on beaches in Queensland, I don't know if it's like this in other states, and I'm sure it is, you don't have a tree or a pole sitting there. No. That offers you shade and... So, you know, I was tethering him to my ankle and trying to hold up a beach umbrella and trying to read my book and trying to listen to music. And it was just crazy. Yeah. So, you know, trying to keep my keys clean, my wallet clean and safe and my phone. So for me, it was like a no brainer, but it was, if I had to understand that was this just my pain point or was it? A lot of people's yep and it's evident that you know from from people's reactions and them seeing the product in action either at a dog show or down at the beach or at the local park when you're watching your kids play soccer I mean I grew up walking my family Labrador around the soccer field watching my brother play soccer for years there was never anywhere for her to sit under shade you know it was we just had to constantly walk all the time, just, you know. Um, so it's it's so versatile. And we wanted to make sure this product could be pegged into the ground, buried under sand or any other loose terrain like rocks at the creek bed or anywhere. Um, so, and so once the load testing, independent load testing was done, we knew we had the product. We've actually, because our horse is on the property, we've actually tethered him to the product. He can't budget. He can't pull it out of the ground because around the bottom of the flange is six points of pegging. He couldn't even loosen the pegs in the ground. Now, he's 120 kilos and he couldn't put it away when he was trying to get to an apple. We eventually gave him the apple. but um, (laughs) uh, So, yeah, so, look, it's incredibly strong. It's been designed, engineered, manufactured in Brisbane. It's, you can drop it. It's incredibly strong. Um, you know, it's UV protected. Um, so, yeah, so if people are interested, they can go to our website and www.sundogswithaz.world. So our motto is that, you know, it's the human footprint, the dog paw or the cat paw. We've got cat owners who love adventuring with their cats and really want to get, you know, get one for their cats. So... It's very, very versatile. You know, we've, asked, we've, we've had some people ask if they can tether their, their husband or their wife or their child to it. And we said, well, that's not what it's for, but, you know. Now, now, what I would love to know is what has been your biggest challenge to date? Oh. Um... What's been my biggest challenge? 
just keeping the end goal in mind and the purpose and the why has always, whenever I've sort of diverted from, you know, my, my line of sight, I've had to think why. Why am I doing this? And it was originally for Desi, but I'm, I'm doing this because of the human dog connection. So I've always, if I've, I've wavered and I have, you know, my poor family have received calls at all sorts of times of the day and other people in my network have called and, and, and or I've called them and gone, I don't know, I don't know. I think it's just always about why, the purpose, why, why, why. And that's helped me come back on track so I think, you know, look, honestly, I've never run a business before. I've never invented a product before, ever. Um, so it's been that whole thing of, you know, knowing, staying strong in my purpose and my why yep. has probably been, you know, it's it's been all of the anxiety and the overwhelmingness and going, oh, my God, I know nothing about Facebook advertising or Instagram or scaling my business or automation or so it's going okay what do I need to learn what can I do myself and what do I need to outsource and bring people on board with yeah and and look you know I I love learning I'm a massive learner I love learning I love especially face-to-face -face learning but I think um there's some things where you go you know yeah, I'm with a camera, but I'm not a filmmaker. So I'm going to engage a filmmaker. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I'm good with art, but I'm not a graphic designer. I don't necessarily know how to make a logo. So engage, you know, somebody to do that. Same with the app development and the manufacturing. So, so it's basically been keeping yourself focused on what you're good at and what your strengths are. Absolutely. And I'm very good with project management. Um, sometimes I don't communicate well enough. I've got it all going on in my head, but I really try and keep communication very open with people. Um, and I just want people, you know, most of the people from the songwriter to, to the, the, the web developer to everybody has been so on board because they believe in the product. So I actually haven't had to sell the idea because people have really gone, wow, this is awesome. And most of them have got dogs or their dog lovers. So it sort of hasn't been a difficult process in convincing my network and my partners, you know. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, money's always an issue, you know. You sort of go, do I put it here or do I put it there or... Yeah. So, you know, um, but... And yeah. I guess with that, because that's also, like, cash flow is also king, I guess... How have you uh, prioritised where you're actually going to put your money? Like, has that been on a basis of, okay, well, I'm going to put it some, in, on somewhere that's going to make me money or how have you kind of navigated that road? There were some things that I just had no choice with because I had to get tooling made. How was I going to produce this product without the tools? Yep. So it was looking at what the, what, what the non-negotiables were, yep. the absolute negotiables. The critical points of this will not come to life unless these things happen. To okay, do I go and do this course or do do I get this person on board? Or so it, it was the absolute non-negotiables. They were the absolute critical. There's no way in the world it could have ever come to life without those. Yep. 
to what was sort of a bit of on the menu that I could go, oh, well, I'll select this or I'll select that or I'll select part of that or I'll do some of that myself or I'll do an online course or, you know. So it was all about the priorities um, yeah. and the quality of those priorities to making sure some dogs could come to life. Yeah, perfect. So the paints were um, really a no-brainer because, you know, we we wanted to, you know, when I say we, it was me and my family and my partner, and we wanted to secure the patents. Um, and, you know, now that we've got the US patent, it's like the stamp of the king. You know, every country will take us very seriously and help with any other patent processes we want to go through. That's amazing. Um, uh, yeah. Now, where to next? So you've officially launched at the end of last year. Now, is your launch offer still available? Or I guess what's the process now? Yeah, so no, we um, we did a pre-launch before, pre-order campaign before Christmas. So those customers received their product in time for Christmas, which was wonderful. So we've gone just to a usual ordering process now. So um, we offered some specials with the pre-order that were sort of gifts. Um, but no, the product is now available online through the website. So they just have to go to the website or go through our Facebook page to order. Um, and it's uh, $245, including postage within Australia. We're just at the moment, we've had quite a lot of um, inquiries from overseas. We're just in the process of launching internationally. So we're looking at the whole thing of, you know, the, the right plugins to the website for currency conversion and, and you know, um, shipment, those sorts of things. Um, so, yeah, so that's where we're at. Um, so at you're expanding. Moment. We are. So in terms of scaling, you know, I'm still learning a lot about scaling and automation, but our automation is mostly through the website. So all of that's automated for ordering and then dispatch and delivery. Um, so um, we've got all the assembly worked out and that's going really well. Um, so it comes in a beautiful backpack that's been designed specifically for sun dogs. It comes with a choice of a blue or rainbow coloured umbrella. Um, so, yeah, so we're, we're now, you know, in the process of, of really working on the scaling. Um, so, you know, media releases and, um, you know, trying to get more media coverage and all those sorts of things. But, you know, with scaling, I understand, I mean, you're more the expert, but my understanding is it's important to be able to scale without increasing your costs significantly. So um, it's about being efficient and yep. all of those. So, um, so scaling um, to the point that we're, we're increasing our sales, both nationally and internationally, um, but also doing it in a very effective and efficient you know, way, you know, efficacy is very important. So, yeah, um, automation, I'm not quite sure yet. We may do some more outsourcing within Australia. I'm very keen to offer local businesses business. I'm a true believer in that. So they'll be manufactured in, and assembled and dispatched from Brisbane, um, and they are being. Um, and we will start looking. I just need to do some, you know, meeting further meeting with my ip lawyer to look about talk about the um the american market so we will look at partnering with with a company over there 
to, um, and I've had some inquiries. So I'm looking at partnering with a US um, company or business that will take on the, the sort of the, the American arm of, of Sundogs. So Perfect. of the product. Well, so, it sounds yeah. like all oh, full steam ahead for you. It is. It is. I have to remember to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> you won't know what's uh, what's hit you soon. I think. Oh, no, no, no! Very exciting. Terrifying, but, but exciting. I remember, maybe. a lovely friend of mine said to me, "Don't confuse anxiety with excitement." And I thought, "Wow." Yeah. You know, often we get anxious, but it's actually the the same emotion, the same feeling. Yeah, but it feels like it's anxiety, but it's actually excitement. So. Yeah. If anyone wants a Sundogs, please head over to sundogs.world. Free shipping within Australia. Uh, the other thing is if anyone wants to email me about questions about inventions, please email me at hello at sundogs.world. More than happy to give a call or, or email. And if someone just wants to go, I just don't know what to do next or I don't even know if this is worth it. And I just truly believe in the creative process and you know just one step at a time and explore things and check things out and research and investigate and talk to people and but remember the confidentiality agreement don't let the cat out of the bag yet thank you once again it's been amazing thank you so much blessings to you on our next episode, you're going to hear from the amazing Alex Tulio from alextulio.com who helps businesses build strong foundations and create their vision and mission.